0: This is Rowena from Pretty Creative, and my drink of choice is an
1: ice-cold white wine. I'm Gemma from Contently Driven, and my drink of choice is red wine. And I'm Mikala from Inspired Office, and my drink of choice is a sparkling white wine. Work-life wine time supports the responsible consumption of alcohol.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The most powerful thing you can be in your business is you, and we hear this everywhere these days, absolutely everywhere. Everyone's like, just be yourself. Half the time we don't even know who we are. So I feel like so much of this is really like having to look inwards and having to figure out what blocks you have to being truly yourself. And it is not something that'll be over in a day. It is not something that will happen overnight. And it's not like Pantene, but it will happen. It may take a while, but you know what? Personal journey, professional journey, they go hand in hand. So to be yourself in your business, like let's be honest, there's like a billion trillion, probably not quite that much, but you know, I like to over exaggerate um, accountants out there and they all could just easily sit there and go, I deal with numbers, full stop. (laughs) But the thing that makes those accountants different is that Every single one of them is different. One of them might like golf. Well, actually probably a lot of them like golf. Um, And then there might be ones that love color. There might be ones that focus on women in business. There might be all these different things, but that's still what they do. What if we really focused on the person? Because the realization is, is that brands are sold through people and connection, right? And- Breach. (laughs) <laughs> so I'm a firm believer of this. It has been something that has been a really big personal journey for me. And I plan on it being a big part of my business for the foreseeable and never ending future. I have only really stepped into the space. Like a lot of people who know me, know the real me. There's literally no facade or no bullshit, but it was still really scary to step up into that space, uh, be it on my website and being really raw there or be it like, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> showing up on Instagram stories but it's so every single time I step up as truly myself in my business I make a leap not only do I make a leap forward and I make connections and stuff like that but I make a leap forward personally because I suddenly go oh fear was fucking with me this isn't so bad but people respond to me I am what is central to this especially in small business like small business you pretty much are your business As Mm -hmm. we've talked about in previous episodes, you are the admin girl. You're the accounts girl. You're the, all of these things. So getting comfortable with showing up for yourself and what that actually freaking means will change your business. It will be scary. It will be all of those things. But holy crap, the other side, amazing. Amazing. And all of these beautiful ladies that I am here with today, they have made so many leaps and bounds. Seriously, you guys have, I've known you guys for a while now. And I just feel like every time I see a post pop up on Instagram where I see Michala's face or Gemma's jumping up doing a live, I'm like your little cheer squad with the pom poms in the background going, yes. <laughs> because I can see the effect it's having, not only on confidence, on your business, on the direction you're going, but by being yourself, you are freaking rocking it. Over to you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, I was about a little bit teary there. I
1: was like, ah. Uh, <laughs> <cool>. uh, <laughs> <laughs> i love you too I know, uh, uh,
0: cut uh, cut cut we need a break
2: <laughs> <laughs> this to me like you wrote it is everything because when you are yourself in your business it's everything and it's your marketing strategy just be you Mm -hmm. You're everything and once you're truly yourself just watch your business grow and you know if you're feeling that disconnect it's probably because you're not allowing yourself if you've got imposter syndrome it's because you're not truly being yourself and once you can start to really do that truly do that in your business it even opens up outside of your business personal story so <laughs> Not too long ago, I, as well, most of you know, I think I um, have been doing boxing for quite a long time. At the start of this year, I also began my Tai. So now I'm introducing kicking into my boxing. Oh, Lord.
1: So, <laughs> the obstacles in that.
2: Anyway, I had this instance where it was my first time sparring and. Oh, I, I love this story. Yeah, right. All I could do was cry. Now, (laughs) the fact that I was crying made me cry more. Uh, You know, I was beating myself up. I was doing all that. Now, the the best part of this story is that I didn't stop. I wasn't going to run away and hide and everything. I was just
0: like, I just just keep going. I'm just going to keep crying. And just
2: (laughs) went and went (laughs) and went. And I'm sure you can imagine all of the uh, after work I had to do on this uh, instance that happened. (laughs) And what did it boil down to? I wasn't being myself. I was trying to be stronger than I knew I was. I was trying to do things that I knew I couldn't do yet. And all that ended up happening was all this emotional fighting and imposter syndrome and just fighting with myself that all that was left was the emotion of me to cry because I just didn't know what to do anymore at that time right and since that and since I've done all the work on that it's not an issue anymore you know I know everyone's no more crying
1: at boxing no no more
2: crying at boxing <laughs> like it's brilliant I know everyone's stronger than me but who cares
0: did I'm, someone I'm, record I'm, it please tell me someone recorded it <laughs> no one recorded it. <laughs> um, I don't know, potentially. I mean, the funny... We're going to see a meme look. with Gemma out. TikTok. <laughs> yeah, check it.
2: Everyone search TikTok. Who knows what's on there? But the funny thing was my, my hashtag was hilarious. He's like, oh, my God, so we're going to, like, make you super famous and you're going to be the fighting boxer and that's what you're going to be known for. And I'm like...
1: The crying like, boxer. Right,
2: not? <laughs> but... That's not an issue anymore, right?
0: So there's so
2: many ways in your life that even outside of your business, are you really fighting against who you actually are everywhere? And when you open mm-hmm. up to that, it stops becoming a problem and it's yeah, you even grow in your personal life.
1: And I think a good idea a good way of identifying if you are doing that is if it's hard. Mm. For example, I used to absolutely hate social media in that I never knew what to post. I had no idea what to share, what to say. Like I've got lots of information, but putting together social media posts and things, it just, it never felt authentic. It just felt like I was trying too hard. And then when I sort of, I did a lot of work, one of the podcasts that I recorded with um, Mel Daniels um, about, reimagining your content actually took an awful lot away from that conversation with Mel and that kind of led me to start to talk more about what I'm interested in or things that are relevant to what I do but from my own personal perspective which I wasn't doing before I was doing, you know, just the more mainstream, this is what you need to know. Whereas now I flip that stuff and I talk about it from my own point of view and my own experience. And suddenly I've gone from having nothing to talk about on social media to having to constrain the number of posts I do each week because, you know, one of my values is to disconnect at times and to not always be switched on and switched on social media. So for me to post six days a week, is not in line with my values <laughs> but the point is because I became so aligned with who I was in my business and how that how those two things relate who I am and my business I just went to, from having nothing to having so much to share so you know it went from being hard and uncomfortable and not me to really easy and all me
2: mm, that's amazing I love that and can I just jump in there and say, look how well you're writing now and you're <laughs> writing to sound like you. And-
1: oh, look, I had a good copywriting coach. Let me just say.
0: <laughs> so Makala, I think nice. that was the equivalent of your copywriting gold star just then. <laughs> <laughs> Pop it on your chart.
1: Thank you. <laughs> and so
2: interesting I I wrote a a blog post a a, a while ago about you know hiding behind your words and it was so interesting because it was another area where I was doing it as well you know I wasn't even allowing myself to truly be me in my writing and once I did yeah uh, like your social media posts like I am spitting blogs out like you wouldn't believe I think I've written six this week like they just go yeah
0: Well, I would have to say that Reels has been mine. Reels? (laughs) You're Reels. I was giggling at you the other day. Precisely. That is the point. (laughs) Everyone knows I am a freaking goofball. I am willing to put myself out there. I want to make people laugh, I want to make people go, that's relatable. Like, I don't want to be that person up on my freaking high horse. That's never going to be me. But I tried that for a really long time. And holy crap, I went on hiatus from social media for like six months because just everything made my stomach churn. Mm. And it was because I wasn't being true to me. Mm. These reels, I'm not kidding you. I have a Trello board with all of my ideas for reels (laughs) because they are so much fun. And by bringing that fun to it, and it, it just has like, I got... How's this? 1,500 views yesterday in the first half an hour of a reel I put up.
1: Whoa, that's amazing. Right? And it's not even,
0: I'm not doing it. The thing is, here's the point of difference here. And I feel like all of us have just touched on that. I'm not doing them because somebody told me I have to. Mm. I'm showing up as myself because I love it it's fun for me i'm enjoying it it's you know i get to put my personality out there i get to connect with more people which is a huge part of my brand values is i love connection i love talking shit to strangers hello you guys aren't even strangers and i still talk shit to you so you know and again i also feel like brand You magazine which is like my little my little brand baby um it came about because I needed a space to be even more me and to connect with other people who felt exactly the same. They'd seen the the value of stepping up as truly themselves in their business. Like mm. heart and soul and realness and rawness and all of those things, they are who they are on social media. And they're the people I want to surround myself with because they're the people I would love to, you know, have a wine with and talk about big and small stuff because they're, they're my people. Mm. They're the people that don't look at me and go, oh, she's not polished enough. You know what? If I'm not polished enough for you, then I'm not for you, honey. That's exactly right. Then you're not my person. No. And I feel like that's such an important part of being in business is figuring out what's right for you. So, you know, at first, I didn't think reels were going to be for me. And then suddenly I fell in love with them. So I'm literally putting about 50% of my social media focus on reels recently. Mm. The rest is just kind of, it it will come back again and I'll figure out ways to put more of me in it, but I'm just stopping and going instead of, instead of like spreading myself so thin, what's truest to me, you know? some of the blog posts I've got coming out, like Gemma as well, like I'm writing them while I'm putting my daughter to bed and suddenly I have this brainwave or I'm talking into Otter at three o'clock in the morning because I get these bursts of how I can be more true to me and it just feels so aligned. Mm. So aligned.
2: I'd really like all of us to touch on as to why we were doing it, right? Because if you think as, I guess, if you look at us as, humans with brains uh, (laughs) you know most of the time yeah well most most of the time you know I don't know (laughs) my brain has the ability to just be like no I'm out you know
0: (laughs) peace (laughs) might drop
2: totally but you know there's many reasons as to why you know as humans we really hide and feel that we can't be ourselves you know it's it's the fear of um, you know, not being accepted in the pack and it's fear of judgment and fear of, you know, people not liking us. So have you thought about maybe you birth, Mick, have you thought about why you were sort of not allowing you to be you for so long?
1: Oh, absolutely. It was totally because of fear. Mm. Tot- and, okay, are you ready for my Buddhist moment, right? Yes. I feel like we're going down
0: the psychological path here because this is great. This is like, I feel like we're getting free psychology sessions. It's fantastic. (laughs) All right.
1: So a couple of weeks ago, I, because I'm training to become, or I am a coach, but I'm doing further training on that. I signed up for a mental health first aid course and I have been studying, you know, the brain and the way it works through um, my coaching program and also because I'm, Um, I'm a practicing Buddhist, and I'm in a intensive study program for that as well, because Buddhism's all about understanding your mind and your thoughts, and like Buddhism and coaching go so well together. Anyway, I digress. So, I'm in this mental health first aid course, and I do feel a bit sorry for the facilitator because I am this whole new person than I was 12 months ago, and so I was just asking questions nonstop, which was not how I used to be. I used to sit there quietly and I think of the question and go, oh, no, I'll just wait and see if someone else asks it. I ain't like that anymore, just so you know. <laughs> I'm like, oh, can I just ask this? Do you mind if I just throw this in here? Can I just, could would you mind explaining? So, yeah. So <laughs> probably many in the room were really sick of me by the end of the two days, but I thought they were great questions. And anyway, so we're having a discussion about... Um, It was alcohol and teenagers. And I made a comment and someone across the room said, like mumbled something that everyone could hear um, that was, it was something like, you know, oh, it's do as I say, not as I do. And my brain instantly went, he has totally misunderstood what I've said. And, like, I got all defensive and I'm like, oh, no, he sees me as that person and that's not what I mean and that's not... And so, you know, my brain's going into major drama. <laughs> and then I just stopped and had a moment of clarity. And like in, in Buddhism, there's what, part of what we believe is that no one, unless you're an enlightened being, you actually don't see people and objects and things the way they truly are what you do is you project onto them your judgments and your beliefs and your biases and your experience. So every single person sees every single person completely differently. Like no two people see any one person or one object or one thing the same way because we all have different experiences and judgments and biases and all that sort of thing. And so while I'm sitting there and my brain's sort of going off on it, oh, my God, meltdown on one hand. On the other hand, I just stopped and went, oh, what he just said has actually got nothing to do with who I believe I am as a person. Mm. And it doesn't matter that he thinks that or, you know, what he said is completely irrelevant because it's just, his projection onto me and I've totally forgotten what my point was.
0: (laughs) I totally got pulled into that. Can we totally like have a Buddhism in business
1: podcast? Because I was (laughs) so there. I was so there. Totally. (laughs) So, you know, having this realization that what he saw or who he saw me as and going well that's just one person and his point of view i then my brain just sort of then exploded and went so it actually doesn't matter at all what anyone else thinks of me and this like i then kind of miss the next 20 minutes of the, <laughs> the session because I'm stuck in my brain going, whoa, and, you know, like she's all, libertating all these, off her cheer yeah, and she's got like, like glowing light around yeah. her. All these like stars and ideas are colliding in my head and, yeah, and like it was just this massive realisation for me. And it's like I recognised at that point in time that I had come a long way because, you know, I'd gotten over my fear of being judged to some extent because I wasn't afraid to ask questions but then suddenly not being afraid to have someone say something about me that doesn't go or doesn't fit with the idea of, I have of myself yeah. and to just suddenly not be even slightly bothered by that. That was like, you know, I, literally I was there like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that was the look on my face. It was silent, but, you know, it was just amazing and so now when I go to do stuff for my business like if I go to record a video that I'm going to use on social media and I get that initial you know anxiety starting to build on oh I've got to do this right and oh they'll think it's really dumb and it's like no 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 it actually doesn't matter what anyone thinks because no two people think the same thing have you guys read Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert
0: no oh my god you have to read it what you just said oh my God, you have to read it. Okay, so I've recently read it and there was one thing is that, and this so aligns so strongly with what you said, we are creative beings. Our sole responsibility is to create and not worry about how it is going to be perceived or um, what other people project onto it. Our sole responsibility to ourselves is to create. Whatever space that create is in, we just are responsible for what we create and who we are, Mm. you know? And every time I think of it, like I feel like that whole book just gave
1: my creative career permission to exist. And- I'm just gonna add that to my book list right now, if you'll excuse me a second.
0: It's one of those ones, and I know you guys hate this about me, but I've got so many bent pages on it because I keep going back to it and I keep having to go, I've just read this bit and I've, I've read it in small absorbable portions and I've got highlighter through it and all sorts of stuff, but it's, I feel like it's going to be one of those ones that in 20 years' time it's going to be my most curled, tattered book that I've gone back to. It is just, oh, It is just so good, so, so good. That's awesome. She's amazing. Yeah. Um, very quickly, my, my thing with regards to this is what was holding me back is I've always been a people pleaser and all I've ever wanted is for people to like me. Mm. And 10 year old me was a freaking badass before like the teenage years and the meanness like came into it. Like I just literally thought the whole world was my oyster i just didn't see anything wrong with who i was i just freaking went balls out at the world and was just like in love with life like i just went full tilt everything that i loved and i just embraced it and i didn't apologize for it i just went all out and i had this big vision for where i was going to be and I was pretty severely bullied during my teenage years and there was a lot of stuff that went on and it really battered my self-confidence, my confidence in myself, my self-esteem. Like it was just, it really got battered. And so where minds come from and I've recently, I'm going to be honest here, I've put a lot of work in with psychologists and like breaking down some of my limiting beliefs and really digging into that stuff over the years, mindset stuff, like I've really dug into that. But basically I do it for 10 year old me now I remember what a badass she was like just how I just want to be that kid again I want to give that kid something to be proud of where that 10 year old kid like didn't have all those bad experiences didn't have that stuff that was going on and you know didn't have the the zest for life sort of battered out of them instead I want to live the life that if she'd you know, hadn't had any of that sort of stuff happen that she just sort of that that big personality and that big love of who I was, I want to live it for her. So I just remember that now. I remember me being goofy. I remember me being silly. I remember me just like, I don't know. I broke so many bones and I rode motorbikes and I did all this like big full-on stuff I want to live that big life for her and I don't want to I don't want to be sitting back with those bullies who said mean things about me because why would I want that in my head
1: Mm.
0: right that gives those bullies even more freaking power over me you know what the people that are stuck around like I still have friends from all the way back there and they remember me then, and they see me now, and they're just like, "You're so freaking true to who you are." Cool. Tick. Done. You know what? If that's all I managed to do, done.
1: That's awesome.
2: That's amazing. And the, I guess first, before I say mine, I I was thinking when you were both speaking. Imagine even this time last year. It's February, right? Like our podcast wasn't out yet, but. Would all three of us have been able to be as honest in a podcast as all three of us are being right now?
1: Oh, hell no. Right? Yeah.
2: Really not.
1: No. My, and my
0: care factor was... is still there, but my care factor is definitely in a different direction. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I, it's more from a positive sense rather than a negative sense. Like I don't care about what people think in a negative way i just care about putting positive experiences out there and connections with people and i feel like i focus more in that direction rather than downwards towards fear
1: hmm. um, and like i said right from the beginning of the podcast that i wouldn't record solo episodes because i just didn't have that level of confidence I in myself that. yeah it's like now you know i'm currently putting together the productivity series that's all me so yeah no. no, in answer I to your question, hell no, Gemma. <laughs>
2: remember that email I sent you about that? I believe that you said you would never do this.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yes, I know you're right. <laughs> Isn't that
2: amazing, but it's true that you say that, Ro, That you're still sort of thinking that way. That that you know you're not channeling the fear in that way because, like now, I'm about to tell you. I'm having all of like I can just feel like movement in my body and it's like, oh, you're
1: about to say something super vulnerable, but that's okay. Right. Come on, get it out. Let's have it. <laughs> it's a safe space. It's just us and yeah.
0: a few hundred other people, but carry yeah. on. Don't worry about the listeners.
2: Go <laughs>
1: <laughs> with your work wives.
2: Right. But that's a thing. And it goes back to uh, the episode I I did with Leanne of feel the fear and do it anyway. Right. Mm. Because I'm still feeling like, oh, I'm about to say something and people are going to hear, but who cares?
1: Just do it. Yep. Come Um, on, hit us with it. Well,
2: so yeah, mine comes back from uh, this thought I had and I've had it for years that anything I say upsets people. And it comes from years of Um, I wasn't bullied in high school. I wasn't bullied by peers. I was bullied for six years by a teacher. Um, so it comes from years of that. And then it comes from years of bullying in the workplace. And Mm. I remember I had a fabulous boss at one point, and she would always say it's because people are jealous of you. People are jealous of you. And I never, I was like, oh, what me? What would they be jealous of? You know, so I just Anytime I would say something, I just felt like people would, you know, bite back, or they didn't like what they were being told. Or I would say, no, that's it's that's actually not true. It's this way, and and then they'd be like, no, it's not. I'm like, well, it is. I read it back in like the year 1999. I can even tell you the month I read that. Like it's true, you know. <laughs> so I'm like, people are scared of my brain. <laughs> you
1: know, it, you know, I do always say you've got a brain the size of a planet.
2: I know, but it it was just that, you know, and it was just. I always thought what when I would say something would upset people and people wouldn't like what I have to say. And that was the main thing for me. And being bullied by the teacher during high school, it just reverted me. You know, I just mm. went in and in and into myself. And then when it started happening throughout all of my corporate career as well, and it's, you know, similar to the episode that we recently did, um, you know, about, saying your ideas and doing this and being put back in your box so it was just Mm. years of I guess being put back in my box that I just stopped being myself you know I just just stopped up and yeah now I don't care (laughs) (laughs) yay (laughs) yay and it isn't just like you said bro it's so important to share real experiences yeah and the more you speak to people the more you understand people have been through the same thing and they've thought the same things and they've had the same judgments about themselves and feelings about themselves and life and everything. And it's it's incredible that everyone's opening up to speaking about it because we've all been in the same boat. It's quite mm. interesting when you, yeah, speak to others and others have had the same you know issues and problems and it may have stemmed from different circumstances and different parts of their lives but we all really have these internal judgments of ourselves which then stop us from truly
0: being who we are and I feel Mm -hmm. like by seeking genuine connection Mm -hmm. you know like think about you like any of us after we've had a few drinks and we find that person that we think is going to be our best friend forever when we've had a few drinks and stuff like that 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 kind of like bathroom camaraderie that happens when you've had a few drinks and or whatever it is but think about that level of connection but think of it like how can you seek that like constantly seek connection but not from a, a verification standpoint like not because you want to be accepted or anything but just it's very Avatar, right? You know how in Avatar they had all the trees that connected and, you know, they were all talking to each other and stuff like that? I feel like by doing that as women, like we just universally lift everyone up and universally have this, this common language that we get it, we mm. see you, and we accept you. Mm.
2: But you can't do that until you've truly accepted yourself.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. And it's just, you know, yeah, sure. Years of psychology and like mindset, mind fucks and all those sorts of things. But it, I would never go back to being who I was. I feel like I know me better mm. through working personally and professionally through who I am in my business. I only have amazing thoughts for the future and and I, I want to keep finding out more about myself I want to keep exploring like how I can be more myself because I've seen the power of it mm. all of us now I feel like you can step onto our social media you can step onto anywhere and you can just see who we are because we are who we are and we're just owning it
1: yeah that's it the three of us really are us in our businesses now like we've got there it's taken a lot of work and a lot of time and a lot of you know phone calls and zooms and everything between the three of us coming come on you can do this yeah yeah i think you're spot on we we are there finally and And i feel like it's given us the
0: power to keep wanting to search for more
1: yeah right
2: we're there and it's Freeing and just watch your businesses
1: grow. Mm. And I've always said, like, growing a business is just a journey of personal development. Mm. Like the two are the same thing;
0: they're exactly the same thing. I say this to people all the time. I haven't ever seen growth in my business without having gone on a personal journey right beforehand.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: Right, and. I feel like because we're in businesses for ourselves, you know, people talk about self-care and this and that and that and that, but it's really just having this level of awareness where we just keep on the journey of figuring out more who we are and being really honest with ourselves and honest with the people around us. That level of honesty and that level of transparency will break down so many of those walls that we've put up to apparently protect ourselves but what it, all it does is, like, once we pull down those walls, you suddenly see everything you've been missing out on and there's just no way you'd build that world back
1: up again. Yeah, it's like the walls limit us. Mm-hmm. Pull them down, life is limitless. Yeah. All right, ladies, we need to bring this to a conclusion. Who Who wants to take the wrap-up? Who's got one last final bit of wisdom that they want to share?
2: Yeah, I guess, look, you know, just, you know, be yourself, bring the walls down, allow you to truly be you and you'll feel free and not only in your business but everywhere in your life. And you can't accept others until you truly accept yourself
1: and who you are. Thanks for tuning into our podcast. If you enjoyed it, hit subscribe. If you'd like to learn more, then check out our website, www.workwifewinetime.com.au. While you're there, jump on our mailing list to receive special updates and offers from our guests. Until next time, take care and drink responsibly.